the state of Hawaii. Truly a special place unlike any other. A place where these four words mean everything. Hey, what school you went? It's a question that makes one feel a sense of pride, passion, honor, and the longing to keep the traditions alive. Traditions that mean so much more right here as a new era is upon us. An era in which the athletic traditions of our young high school athletes have a home to call their own. And it all begins tonight with the OIA Featured Game of the Week. This week, state tournament berths are on the line. It's the Division I girls basketball playoffs. Coming off a 19-point win over Lelehua, the Moanalua Na Menehune are one step closer to the championship game. But standing in their way are the Rams of Radford High School, who last week defeated the Kahuku Red Raiders. The first of two semifinal matchups is shaping up to be an epic battle, and it all begins now. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And the Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. And now let's go to the campus of Moanalua High School. Here's play-by-play -play announcer Kyle Galdera and analyst Ku'ule Agbayani. Aloha and welcome in live to Moanalua High School here in Honolulu for Oahu Interscholastic Association Girls Playoff Action as host Moanalua squares off with Radford in an East versus West semifinal battle tonight. I'm Kyle Galdera joined by my broadcast partner Kule Agbayani and Kule we've seen a lot of interesting basketball action since we started this season on the airwaves with Radford at Kapolei and now here they are in the semifinal part of the tournament i know that's the crazy part right i mean it's so by the way it's i'm excited to be here i'm excited to be a part of this game and bringing oia girls basketball action to all of our fans here in hawaii but yeah from the very beginning when we first saw radford at the beginning of the season i mean we really called it i mean we got to tap ourselves on the back <laughs> a little bit that we were saying this team looks like they're gonna be really one to mess with and at the top of the oia and sure enough they are we, we also called that really close game when they played Campbell, who is in the other semifinals. So it's going to be a fun night. Nice tease. We'll see Campbell later tonight. But looking back at the OAA girls bracket as far as the OAA tournament is concerned, you know, you look at Radford beating up on Kuhuku 33-25. And right there, you see that Radford style of kind of ground and pound, defense first, transition later. That attack, I think they're going to try to bring that to Moanalua, which has shown more of a propensity for offense coming off a 47-28 win over Lelehua. Yeah, and just by looking at the two teams physically as they're here warming up, I mean, they look relatively even. The roster size is a little bigger with Moana Lua, but if you're just looking across the board, they seem like they will be really evenly matched. So I'm excited to see this. We haven't seen Moana Lua play at all this season, so it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. And when we'll come back, we'll get you ready for the opening tip-off, get you some starters and so much more. It's OIA D1 playoff action here from Wanalua. And you're listening live on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Chaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, the way we live. Chaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Shaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. 
Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. Enjoy Oahu's best value at the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. With amazing group rates and Kama'aina deals starting at $99 per night, Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel offers an affordable stay in a prime location. Take a stroll on the beachwalk, cruise by the pool, barbecue at the beach, or eat and shop your way through Waikiki. Whether you're planning a staycation or group getaway, save now at WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. That's WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. On the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here live at Moanalua High School. We're getting the introductions going. A nice crowd filling in for this Pauhana start time. Again, it's an interesting matchup because not only do you have two of the best teams in the OA going against each other, but having this game hosted at Moanalua in what is supposed to be a neutral site battle that almost becomes a de facto home game for the non-Menihune. I tell you what, though, when it comes to the OIA schools, I mean, the fans are, are really the best. So I would, just because we're here, I wouldn't expect it to feel like an entirely Moana Lua home crowd because, you know what, Radford's not too far away. And even if they were far away, like a Kahuku, they're going to travel to cheer on their ladies. And it's still a little early, but looking across the gym from our courtside broadcast position, it actually seems to be a pro-Radford crowd. So we'll see how that affects the action tonight. But looking at Radford, you know, you mentioned Kule. We've seen them a few times this year, and they're going to start off. Uh, starting five is the usual suspects. Coach Charles Chong rolling out his tried-and-true lineup. Olena Umetsu starting at guard. She's a junior. Jairo Villanueva is one of the top scorers for the Rams, another junior guard. Mai Matos, a senior guard-forward combo. She's kind of the spark plug that gets the Rams engine running. Mackenzie McCormick is a 5'10 senior. She's really strong in the post. And then Ulyssa Bollinger rounding at the lineup. She's a combo guard that plays as a junior as well. So she could be the X factor as far as if Radford needs a three, if they need a go-to layup, she's the one they turn to. Yeah, let's not forget their, of course, usually their <laughs> first sixth woman off the bench. I the saved one that it I, just for you. Thank you very much, Kyle. You know I always like to introduce her because she is my favorite player to watch from <laughs> Radford. The freshman phenom, as you mentioned before we hopped out on air, standing at 5'10", forward Casey McKinney, who we've called her name and number quite a lot when we did the other two broadcasts, that, which included Radford. So she usually comes off the bench first and excited to see things get going. And looking over at Na Menihune, uh, Kirk Ronolo, he rolled out Ray Nobleza, the guard, a sophomore guard. She'll start for the Monolo squad tonight. Shiloh Li'ili, a sophomore uh, post player, 5'11". She'll definitely have some size down there. Braley Returbin, the 5'5 junior guard, is scoring more than 20 points a game. So she's going to be the go-to offensive option for Namenehune. Acacia Mateo, a 5'7 sophomore. And then Jamie Smith, another guard forward combo, playing junior. And just looking at the Moanalua lineup, they definitely have a size advantage. However, Radford seems to be a, a little more top-to-bottom unit as far as 1 through 5 on the court can all score. 
and we'll see tonight if Moanalua can ratchet that up a bit because they have a few go-to scorers, but can they distribute the wealth? Yeah, and you also see if the age and experience factor tends to play in Radford's favor. They are a little more seasoned and have a little, like a couple of girls that are a little older, whereas Moanalua on their starting, they have three sophomores. So we'll see how much that affects either side. And the we'll call it the third team on the court are our officials tonight. Gabe Harris, seven years to his credit, refereeing, along with Brandon Oshiro and Brian Cannon. Brian, 15 years to his credit. And tonight's game will have a combined 85 years of refereeing experience. So a lot of great referees on the court. Mahalo to Tommy Soshida for getting all that info for us. And we're about ready to tip it off here from Moanalua. Ball's tossed in the air, and it's going to be corralled by Moanalua. It's Returbin with it. Dribbling left, now right, near the timeline. Making yep. her way toward the basket. Dumps it off. That one goes down to Ayana for the layup. Pardon me, that was Smith. So a full court press now after the Smith bucket down low. Trying to do something with Bollinger there is Monalua, but quickly Bollinger over to Matos. My Matos over to Jaira Villanueva, the sharpshooter for Radford. Swings it all the way across to Umetsu, back to Matos. Little rock the baby ball action there. Now she jacks up a long shot, hits the back iron, and it's going to be rebounded. Nice job there, pulling it down by Smith. Yeah, beautiful rebound by Smith, and she really even fought for that as well, but Monalua gets it. So Returbin with it, running the point. She's the top scorer for Moanalua. Swings it all the way around back to Smith. Up top to Nobleza. Moanalua kind of poking and prodding at Radford's staunch man-to-man -man defense so far. Almost a, a turnover by Moanalua. Not quite, though. Kicking it back to Returbin. She jacks up a shot. No good. Here's Matos with the rebound. Outlet pass. Here it goes. And it's collected by Villanueva up and under for the layup. We're tied at two. Excellent outlet pass and awareness by Radford over there to get the two points. So all square at two apiece. 6.15 to go here in the first quarter. OIA Division I playoff action between Radford from the west, Moanalua from the east. Returbin going from left to right now, dribbling down the lane. Oh, could have been a travel, not called. Her layup is no good. But fortunately for Moanalua, it's picked up offensively by Nobleza. Kicks it back to Returbin. A nice spin move up and under. Another potential travel not called. And this layup is missed. Here's Matos with the rebound. Hey, if they're not going to call it, she needs to keep doing that. And Matos, kind of like Dak Prescott in that playoff game, throws an interception picked off by Jamie Smith from, from Moanalua. She blows the layup, but it's going to be picked up on the offensive side by Nobleza. Down low it goes. Oh, it hits. Mateo right in the face, but fortunately Lee Lee picks it up. She puts up a right-handed shot, hits nothing but the net, not in a good way, and that's going to be rebounded by Matos. Yeah, that was a little wild over there, but Radford able to come out with the ball now. And speaking of wild, another turnover on an errant pass. It's Monalua coming the other way. It's Returbin with it, fakes a three, keeps her dribble. Now kicks it up top to Jamie Smith. Still tied at two, 5-0-9 and winding here in the first quarter. Coach Kurt Ornolo calling out the number four play for his team to execute here. You mentioned Kuule Mwanalu a bit on the younger side, so we'll see how they react to this playoff environment. 
And on that play, not well as they throw it away. It's picked off by Bollinger. Kicks to Villanueva and down low to an open Umetsu who got down there quickly and put up the layup and puts Radford up 4-2. to two. And once again, I wonder if they really game flattened for that where Coach Chong really got his team prepared is that once we get the rebound, someone make the, the break down the court and look for the outlet pass really quick because that's how they've gotten their four points so far. And we're going to have a timeout on the court. We'll keep it here. It's Monalua taking their first timeout of the game. And Coach Kurt Ranola, we mentioned him earlier, I think he noticed Radford, you know, starting to ratchet things up on defense. And like I mentioned in the pregame, turning defense into transition offense. And so far, the Rams have gotten their two baskets because of that. Yeah, and if Radford can keep that up, I mean, that's all they need. Monalua, as we mentioned, a little bit younger, but they do seem a little shaky, how you were saying that that might affect them in this playoff atmosphere. So hopefully their head coach is getting them settled down. Like just, I'm sure he's telling them something along the lines of just play our game, you know, don't make passes we don't need or unnecessary passes, and we got this. So after the timeout, Monalua will inbound the ball, coming out from Smith. Here it comes to Returbin. Again, running the action, moving from left to right. Now driving, Monalua in their all-whites with blue trim and blue numerals, contrasting Radford's all-black and white numerals. A looping layup taken there by Mateo. No good, but rebounded. With the rebound, it's kicked down low to Lee Lee. She puts up a shot. It's blocked, but a foul will be called. That was awesome and an unselfish pass by Acacia Mateo where she really could have had that open shot herself, wanted to kick it to her teammate Lee Lee under the basket and was able to draw the foul. So with 4.18 to go here in the first quarter, nearly halfway pow, these eight-minute quarters in the high school game. First free throw of the game is up and good by Lee Lee, 4-3 now, the Radford advantage. Something we haven't mentioned yet, but we've mentioned all season, is no shot clock at this part of the season. We'll see it later in the state tournament, but that kind of plays to some teams that like to slow it down a bit. It plays to their advantage as Lee Lee misses that free throw, and there's Matos with the rebound. Back the other way slowly is Villanueva trying to find an opening. Kicks it over to Bollinger. She's up and under with the layup. No good. And it bounces around. There's Villanueva hustling to pick it up. Now crossover dribble up top over to Matos who fakes a three. Little right to left fake dribble there. Now kicks it around the horn to Umetsu. Now back to Bollinger. Bollinger backing out toward the midcourt line. Calling for some help. Now tells all her friends to clear out so she can go one-on-one. <laughs> -on -one. She's guarded by Mateo. Now goes to Villanueva, back to Matos, holding the ball of, over her head with two hands. Now dribbling down the lane, up with a right-handed layup. It's in and good. A potential and one opportunity for Radford. Oh my goodness, what a play by my Matos. I mean, just going straight to the basket. But we're used to seeing her do that as it was against Campbell. And with that whistle, it'll bring us to our first media timeout of the late afternoon. Stay with us. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. 
Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other and build family memories we will carry with us forever. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. It's easy. Just put in your zip code to find family-friendly outdoor destinations near you. You'll also find guides to free activities, games, and amazing forest facts. Give the magic of the outdoors to your kids and reconnect with your family. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Welcome back to Monolua High School as Radford with a early 6-3 lead. And Kule had mentioned her favorite player, Casey McKinney, the fabulous freshman for Radford. She's actually not dressed in her uniform tonight, so we've been told she's recovering. We wish the best to her, and uh, it's a sports injury update brought to you in part by Hawaii Pacific Health. Hawaii, pardon me, Hawaii Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. And a not-so-healthy free-throw attempt there by Matos clinks off the back rim, and it's actually going to result in a foul called, a loose ball foul on Radford, and it'll give Monolo the ball, trailing by three. Yeah, and you know what? I have to say, what an excellent box out by Shiloh Lee Lee. I mean, that's what I mean every time I say you need to box out because a lot of times you'll be able to draw fouls like just like that. Driving the lane for Monolo now is Acacia Mateo. The ball's stripped, though. It's picked off by the senior, Ka'ali Avila, she just checked in following that timeout. Kicks it ahead to Matos with a no-look pass. And it makes its way back to Avilas, but the ball's going to be turned over again. That's now the third steal by Monolua. Yeah, and that's one of those where it's not a smart play for Radford. And speaking of smart plays, Returbin there keeping it with a couple of fake passes. Goes up with the left-handed layup. And now, after that make, pulls Monolua to within one, 6-5. Just under 2.50 to go in the opening quarter. Radford leading Monolua by one in this OIA D1 semifinal playoff game. Down low it goes to McCormick, but Mackenzie McCormick is blocked. That was Lee Lee with the high hands, and here's Returbin coming the other way. Another excellent play by Lee Lee, just really doing it all over there for Naminihune. And speaking of Lee Lee, the give and go to Returbin. This spry guard gets it but misses the layup and following a nice rebound by Villanueva. She's going to be fouled and it'll be Radford ball. 2.24 to go here. Not a lot of exciting offense, but definitely some back and forth action. Both of these teams can run when pressed. I wonder though if Radford will start slowing it down, knowing that their bench isn't quite as deep as Monolua. I tell you what, though, this matchup for Radford is a lot better or works a lot more in their favor than it did against Campbell. Julissa Bollinger with an air ball three, but it's picked up by Matos. And before she can go up with the secondary shot, she's going to be called for travel. Another turnover, Monolua's way. So out of the inbounds play, here comes Monolua again. 2.05 and winding here in the first quarter. Now Menehune trailing Radford by one. Here's Returbin with it. Again, working the left side of the court. She had been working the right side earlier this game. Kind of made the shift there. And she goes over to Lee Lee with a post move. Her shot, though, is no good. 
quickly Matos the other way, but the no-look pass actually fooled her teammate Villanueva, and that go ball goes out of bounds. Those are the things that Radford kind of gets in the habit of doing, which they need to <laughs> not do, obviously. <laughs> we saw it against Campbell, is that they, they try to be too fancy as she tried to do a no-look pass, but passed it out of bounds. Yeah, especially in transition, just feed the beast right there, down low. Ritterbin trying to do that on her side of the court as she looks really elite. No opening there, though. Kicks it around to Jamie Smith. She signals for motion. Mateo with it now. She fakes a three. Now down low to Smith, working the right block. Up and under she goes, and that layup is good. So off the backboard, that Central Pacific bank shot is up and good, putting Moanalua up for the first time tonight, 7-6. offensive dribbling under the backboard for Smith. And there's Smith, almost with a steal against Bollinger. Pat finds Villanueva, those were under a minute in the first quarter. That Villanueva shot is no good. And there's Smith again, hustling down low for the rebound. Quickly the other way, it goes to Mateo. She works from the left base, pardon me, the left end line to the right side of the arc. Now kicks it back to Riturban. Again, no shot clock. So Moanalu could theoretically hold for the last shot here as we're at about 34 seconds. Yeah, pace-wise, though, so far in this first quarter, it really seems like Monalua is just really not slowing it down, but being patient on every offensive possession. And Riturban checking the clock every few seconds. Now we're at 20 and winding in the first quarter. Nameni Huni with a one-point lead. They've chipped away at what was a three-point disadvantage. Now a one-point advantage as we're under 10 now. Monalua definitely looking for that last shot. However, the pass down low is stolen away. Here's Bollinger with it, finds Matos. She passes on the three. Now Euro steps up and under with the layup, no good. But she's going to draw the foul. And with 0.8 seconds, she'll shoot two free throws. Excellent little Euro step there by Matos. And unfortunately, Jamie Smith, she had the right idea. She tried to plant her feet and draw the offensive foul. But it, once you move it even just a little bit, the ref will see. And unfortunately, you get the called for the block instead of the offensive foul. Yeah, that little... Eurostep took her from Salt Lake to almost Aea <laughs> at that point. But again, a smart move by Matos, creating the action down low. Her first free throws up and nothing but net, even in this game at seven. Checking in for the first time, Anaya Clark, a reserve player junior forward from Radford. She'll get a potential offensive rebound tip-in opportunity if Matos misses here. Brought in for her size. Matos dribbles and... Puts up the second free throw is up and good. So with .8 seconds, Radford with an 8-7 lead. We'll see if Monalua tries anything. Nope, nothing going as the inbounds pass is collected. So after one quarter of action, the Radford Rams leaning Na Menehune 8-7. We'll be back with more. This is OIA Girls Playoff Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Welcome back to Moanalua for the OIA Girls Playoff Semifinal. The first game of the night. Stay tuned as we'll have another matchup. The other semifinal coming up following this game. It'll be Kaiser versus Campbell. But refocusing on this game, an exciting first quarter. Not a lot of scoring. Radford out. Pardon me. Yes, Radford to an 8-7 lead, but it's actually been a lot more action than the score suggests. Yeah, and as we mentioned when we jumped on the air, I was excited to see this Moanalua team play because we didn't get a chance to see them during the season. But you can tell their core of that starting five, they're, they're all really skilled. They play really well together. And 
forcing turnovers. I mean, they have a bunch, four turnovers, including three steals. So they're doing a lot defensively. Yeah, and to Monolu's credit, they're almost an iron team because a lot of them play most of the game. And so far, not many subs. The Monolu starters are still in there, and they do a great job of defense forcing Bollinger into another turnover. That's now six turnovers committed by Radford. So the other way is Returbin now dribbling to the right side. Nice job of changing up the defense as Radford in their man-to-man -man defense. And right on cue, Matos with the steal, reaching under, but as the ball squirts out of bounds, it'll remain with Mauna Lua. She really wanted to get that back, just reaching, and it's almost like it had probably played slow motion in her head as the ball is like watching it roll out of bounds. And you know Matos, she ratchets it up her, en her energy when her hair starts to fall out of that ponytail. Her little scrunchie starts inching lower with every yep. energetic move she makes. Speaking of energy, it's Returbin with an up-and-under layup. She converts it and the foul. So with that, Moanalua goes ahead, 9-8. to eight. And Returbin, yes, with the great move and getting the extra free throw. Oh, my goodness. But that's what I mentioned. They're not afraid to draw, drive to the basket. So it's interesting with Moanalua's offense, right? Like, usually if there's no breakaway per se open, they'll really take their time in play, developing the play. But if they're see, they see their, their opening, they go for it. So the free throw's up and good, and one opportunity is converted. Namene Huni up 10-8 to eight now as Radford tries to break the full-court press of Moanalua. Checking in for Namene Huni, by the way, is Dizel Fontania. She's playing guard. It's Villanueva with it, now dribbling right. She throws it away, though. Another steal by Moanalua, and gathering it is Fontanilla, who just checked in. But again, it's one of those. It's more of just Radford and not being able to take care of the basketball. Lee Lee takes care of the ball well as her, her entry pass is grabbed. She misses the shot, gets the rebound, and stolen away, though. A nice job by Anaya Clark, the reserve from Radford, wrestling it away. Oh, Villanueva with a couple nice dribbling moves as she swings it to the corner for a rainbow three by Umetsu. It's no good, and quickly the other way comes Monalua. Mateo with the up under, under layup, no good there. Smith grabs it, plows over Bollinger, and what could have been an offensive foul is actually going to be a blocking foul against Bollinger, so Monalua will get it. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we were both thinking the same. I thought it... Okay. <laughs> well, that's how the referees interpreted yes, it. Yes, so that's fine. In Moanalua's favor, though, instead of being a turnover, it's actually going to be two free throws. So the first free throw up by Smith, I believe, is going to clank off the back iron. So still a 10-8 lead, 6.34 to play in the opening half. The home team, even though it's a neutral site, technically, Moanalua the de facto home team tonight. Second free throw is up, and that one's good. Now 11-8 the lead for Moanalua. Oh, nice job of active hands there by Lee Lee, tipping away the inbounds pass. Bollinger had given that one a shot. Now she gives way to Villanueva. It makes its way back to Bollinger, though. She goes coast to coast. Up and under layup is good. Nice shot there. Nice job of forcing the action and finding an opening in the lane. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, Moanalua is playing a very aggressive full-court press, and Radford was game planning for it because they broke it really easily got that breakaway Bollinger went up and got the and one and I believe that foul was going to go on Jamie Smith and right away Kirk Ranolo the coach basically telling her hey if you're going to get in position to guard you got to square up otherwise she's just going to run into you and make that shot so the Bollinger free throw is good and we're tied at 11 with just under 630 to play here in the second quarter 
Nice back and forth action tonight. Both teams have led by as many as three. Braley Riturbin, the point guard, dribbling for Monalua, kicks it out. This one a long three by Mateo, and she's good from deep. 14-11, Monalua leading. Wow, Acacia Mateo being just a sophomore, not afraid to take that way outside shot. And a way outside pass is delivered by Radford, and yet another turnover. I believe that's number seven already for the Rams. And quickly, Monalua now with the three-point lead, gets the ball back on offense again. Yeah, not taking anything away again by, from Monalua defensively, as they really did get some a couple of legit steals and a block. But Radford just with a lot of self-inflicting wounds up to this point. Yeah, we'll see if they can shake that off. As again, they had that lead, but it was caused by their strong defense, and now. That's letting up a bit. However, right when I say that, the shot by Noblesa is affected, and Mato gets the rebound quickly the other way to Villanueva. However, her short post shot is no good, and it's going to be picked up by the active Mateo down low. Yeah, very unselfish by Mateo, and unfortunately, Jaira, usually the sure thing, had missed that one. Ooh, and a long shot taken there by Mateo. Her three-pointer, the ball is actually wedged between the rim and the backboard. So with the jump ball arrow, the possession arrow, it'll point toward, I believe, Radford. Yep, so after that missed shot, Radford ball. Rams trailing 14-11. Oh. Okay, I think they read the arrow the wrong way, so they are going to flip it over. So Monolua ball now. We'll get a timeout on the court by Radford. We'll keep it here. And... Kule, as we mentioned, both coaches taking strategic timeouts tonight. Mm -hmm. And so far, it's basically as soon as that other team just looks like they're going to kind of leak out for a strong more than three-point lead, they immediately call timeout. Yeah, and as it stands right now, we have about 5.26 left to go in the second quarter, and Moana Lua with the lead, 14-11. So Coach Chong not wanting to Moana Lua to increase that lead anymore. So as you mentioned, taking his time out now. But, I mean, again, kudos to Radford. They're really keeping up. I think Lua, just their starting five, might be slightly better than Radford's starting five, but Radford's holding their own. And, again, you just got to limit those self-inflicting wounds and those errant, errant passes. Yeah, I believe by our count, Radford is up to seven or eight turnovers already, and we still have 5.26 to go in the first half. So, to your point, that's leading to a bunch of offensive opportunities for Moanalua including this one now as Riturbin tries to inbound it and right when I say turnovers are hurting Radford, Moanalua turns it over on the five second violation. We're just all with the broadcaster jinx over here tonight. <laughs> so Radford again trying to battle this Moanalua full court press. It's beaten nicely as McCormick kicks it into the corner to Umetsu. She jukes out two players and then her nice mid-range shot is up and good. Nothing but net. Radford trailing now, 14-13. What a calm, cool, and collected play by Olena Umetsu. Looked like the ball was almost going to go out of bounds, but she saved it, got a dribble, and made the shot. Five minutes and winding here in the second quarter. Yeah, Umetsu kind of looked around like, nobody's going to guard me? All right, yep. I'll shoot. Speaking of shooting, Nobleza jacks a three and misses. Bollinger the other way, and up and under is Umetsu. And just like that, an Umetsu 4-0 run puts the Rams up, 15-14. Yeah, and I love, again, once again, just very calm. That layup was really wide open, and we see a lot in this level. When the players see it wide open, they tend to miss. You just get the nerve, but Umetsu just being very cool. So Riturbin trying to get her team back on top. They were ahead by three, now trail by one, with about 4.20 to go here in the second quarter. 
Moanalua waiting for direction. You heard uh, Kirk Ronolo, the head coach, whistling for their attention. Now Raturban looking at her coach for some offensive distribution. She kind of gives the, the hand talk sign there. And right away, Nobleza works the lane. She gets the entry pass and is quickly fouled. Yeah, that one was on Mackenzie McCormick. And you could see once it was called on her, she kind of put her head down like, oh, man, really? Yeah, it's one of those where she got beat, and instead of trying to reach in, she tried to get the hip in there and instead body checked the smaller Nobleza, who almost fell down. So Monalua will bring it in. 4.04 to go here in the second quarter. Oh, well, that ball almost hit the net from the backside. Luckily, it cleared it. So Nobleza gathers it, now passes it over to teammate uh, recently checked in Courtney Abalos. She jacks up a three and no good. Rebounded by Radford. They beat the press. And now a three-on-one opportunity. A no-look pass by Villanueva to Matos. She does a pump fake. Misses the layup, though. Nice job by Moanalua of getting back and getting the rebound and then getting fouled by Radford. And again, that was an example where I was referring to Umetsu just not too long ago about how she's so calm, cool, and collected with those open shots. As we've seen, Matos had the same type of open layup and missed it. But that's what happens in this level of basketball. Trust me, I know. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> Following this media timeout, we'll be back with more. Right now, it's the visiting Radford Rams 15, Moanalua 14. This is OIA Girls Basketball Playoff Action on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Enjoy Oahu's best value at the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. With amazing group rates and Kama'ana deals starting at $99 per night, Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel offers an affordable stay in a prime location. Take a stroll on the beachwalk, cruise by the pool, barbecue at the beach, or eat and shop your way through Waikiki. Whether you're planning a staycation or group getaway, save now at WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. That's WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Welcome back to Moanalua. Before we return to live action, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back here live, Kyle Galdera and Ku'ule Agbayani. Radford with a 15-14 lead in this OIA semifinal. A near steal again by Radford, but this time the active hands by Radford are going to lead to a foul. And Moanalua, I believe, is now in the bonus with 17 fouls against Radford. Yeah, and Shiloh 
the Elie drawing that foul as she went to go collect the pass and at the charity stripe. Lee Elie by far the tallest player on the court. She puts up the first end of the one and one, hits the rim three times but no good and picked up nicely by Matos. She swings it over to Villanueva who breaks the press. Over to Bollinger now, dribbles the lane up and under with the left hand layup. Too strong though, off the window and it's gonna be picked up by Smith from Wanalua. Back to Returbin it goes. She's pressing the pace just a little bit. Nice Euro layup there. No good though. And there's Matos up against three defenders. Yanks it away and then outlets it to Umetsu. She goes up and under with the right hand. No good on that layup. And yet Radford still leads 15-14 as this back and forth pace picks up. Three minutes to go Wide in the first half. open and excellent. Again, awareness on that transition and that outlet pass by Radford. Unfortunately, doesn't go in. So Returbin slows it down a bit. Trying to find an opening, swings it to Smith. Now into the corner for a wide open Courtney Abalos who drains a three-pointer and puts Mwanalua up by two, 17-15. Wow, wow, wow. Courtney Abalos, the junior, really hitting that shot when they could need it most. So back the other way goes Villanueva. Again, kind of frenetic pace and the ball bouncing all over for Radford. Kaali Avilas, the senior, just checked back in. She passes it around the horn and makes its way to Matos. Oh, almost travels there, nothing called. Over to Bollinger, now to Villanueva. Fakes a corner three, now making her way around the arc. Back square with the basket and a illegal screen. An offensive foul will be called on Avilas. It'll go Moanalua's way. Wow. By the way, that was, that was quite the dramatic whistle and movement by Brandon O'Shiro <laughs> to call that foul. He did one of those screen. electric slide moves where you <laughs> kind of drag your feet, but he went about four yards. So a nice job there with uh, selling the call, we like to say it, in the referee world. <laughs> like, he did a good job on that. So with about two minutes to go here in the ha first half, Moanalua with a 17-15 lead in this seesaw battle. Both teams leading by three. Now Moanalua ahead by two. Nice crossover dribble by Ray Nobleza. She kicks it to the corner for Mateo. Drives baseline. Around the horn she goes to Returbin. Returbin tries to drive, and yet a foul will be called by Umetsu on defense, which will lead to a one-on-one -on -one opportunity. Yeah, and actually the Radford crowd, the fans on our side, I guess some of the teammates or team managers going a little crazy there as I thought it should have been called a travel before that foul on Wanalua. Yeah, it's one of those things where the ref just happened to see the contact before the happy feet. So Returbin will shoot one and one, misses the front end, but rebounded nicely by Lee Lee using her size. Not only does she pick it up, but she puts it in, putting the Wanalua up by its biggest lead now, 19-15. We're moving our way to the 130 mark here in the second quarter. We'll see if Radford has any answers here. Matos looking for a teammate. She calls out Bollinger. Bollinger responds, tries to work the lane, but runs into a white wall of Monolua players. Up and under goes Matos with a wild shot, and she's going to be bailed out as a foul will be called, a shooting foul on Monolua. Ooh, quite the call there that she drew. I, I don't know if I 100% agree with it, but you can't go against Mr. Referee with seven years of officiating experience. And that was Gabe Harris with the call. And we'll see if Matos can convert. Her free throws up. And that one is no good as it rims out. So Radford still trailing by four. 119 to play. We'll see if, again, Wanalua used the last minute of the first quarter before trying to take its last shot. We'll see if they try to milk this four-point lead. 
Matos taking her time at the free throw line. Spins the ball now, puts it up, and that one is good. So now the lead diminishes from Wanalua to just three. Returbin with it. Again, keeping an eye on the clock as a good point guard does. Swings it into the corner for Nobleza. She jacks a three. So much for waiting. And right on cue hits the three, putting Moanalua up by its largest lead now, 22 to 16. I tell you what, I was not expecting that. And it seemed like Radford wasn't either. It's one of those where the coach says, no, 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 yes. Great shot there yeah. as she swishes it home. Villanueva the other way, trying to get past Riturbin. She does, but then is quickly met by the help defense. Kicks it back out to Bollinger. Bollinger dribbling with the left hand. Top of the key, back to Villanueva, going from left to right near the timeline now over the Moanalua logo. A nice crossover dribble, and then a no-look pass to Matos. She takes the three, but it's too strong. And off the backboard, it's collected by Villanueva, who puts up the shot from the free throw line and drains it, Matos pushing the lead down to four. Matos was so excited to be that wide open for the three. She kind of <laughs> overshot the entire basket. Fortunately, Radford gets the rebound and puts it in for two. And Matos point, pats her chest, pointing to her coach, Charles Strong, saying, hey, that's my bad, but I'm still going to keep working hard. Monalua up by four, five seconds and winding here. Driving the lane with a wild layup is going to be Mateo, who, whose shot is no good. But the rebound goes out for three to Nobleza. Her shot is no good. And after that frenetic end to the second quarter, it's Monalua with a 22-18 halftime lead. Yeah, and that last chance shot by Monalua was made possible because of, once again, the height advantage of Shiloh Li'ili. Wow. We'll step away and take our collective breaths here as we... Look at Moanalua with the 22-18 lead at halftime of this first OIA girls basketball semifinal. You're listening to Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Welcome back to Monolua. It's halftime as Na Menehune lead Radford 22-18 in the first OIA D1 semifinal of the evening. And Kule, we look at Monolua with a four-point lead. A lot of credit has to go to post player Jamie Smith, who not only has five points to help lead her team, but also pulled down a team-high seven rebounds and dished out a team leading two assists in the first half. Yeah, and then when you look at just terms of efficiency in the shots, Monolua is actually not as efficient, at least percentage-wise, as Radford is. Radford shot 38.9% from the field, whereas Monolua shot 29.6%. However, Monolua has three three-pointers, whereas Radford has none. So that seems to be an excellent job by Monolua being able to shut, up, shut down, especially Jaira. Villanueva, who we've seen be able to shoot that outside shot, and even my Matos, which we talked about her open three from the corner, kind of overshot the entire basket. So credit to Moanalua for being able to shut down those outside shots by the Radford Rams. And my Matos is actually leading, leading uh, the way with eight rebounds and five points. However, she also has five of the team's nine turnovers. So when you look at that right there, Nine turnovers and the team's trailing by four. It's pretty obvious to see what Radford needs to clean up in the second half. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. And, you know, when you look at kind of the breakdown of points with Namenehune, they're actually relatively even. Everyone contributing offensively. The leading scorers in Braley, Riturban, and Jamie Smith with each with five points, but everybody else pretty much with three, whereas when we look over at Radford, it's clear where you have Olena Umetsu, who I said was calm, cool, and collected, getting those two, those quick four points as she had those open shots, and also followed by my Matos, where she likely could have had more, but as yeah, just needing to take care of the basketball, though, and that's number one. And when we come back, we'll get you ready for second half action. It's Monolua 22, Radford 18 at halftime. This is OIA Girls Basketball Action, playoff action on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Kyle Galdera and Kuule Ogbayani here at Moanalua as Namenehuni with the 22-18 lead over Radford. And Kuule, as we get ready for second half action, something we were talking about during the break was Moanalua's ability to press the put the pressure on down low in the paint with you know Shiloh Lee Lee doing a great job down there, three points and four rebounds. And I mentioned earlier, Jamie Smith, seven rebounds. So we'll see if Radford can turn the tables down low in the second half. Yeah, and obviously you're never wanting to hope for any type of injury or whatnot for the other team, but I'm sure Moanalua is very relieved that freshman Casey McKinney is out for today's game for Radford because it would have been a lot, I feel like a lot different type of a game had she been able to have her that presence that Radford has been so used to, to, to have that size and really efficiency, not only on the defensive end, but offensive end. So they're really missing Casey McKinney in this game. We'll be back with second half action and more. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here live at Monolua High School. The halftime festivities are pow. And we're about ready to get things going. Radford trailing It's been said by that four. when someone you love has Parkinson's. In this playoff <laughs> semifinal game, these teams have made their way through a tough regular season. They got past their first round matchups in some case as far as uh, Radford is concerned. Radford beating Kahuku to get here. Moanalua beating Lilihua. And now Radford with it to start the half. Down by four. Going from left to right. Wearing their all black and white trimmed jerseys. Contrasting Moanalua's all white and blue trimmed jerseys. And quickly a shot. A near three pointer taken by Villanueva. But there's my Matos again with the rebound. Her layup is no good though. Moanalua rebounds it and comes the other way. Yeah, it, it was interesting to see that outside shot to start off the game, but they have to try to start making those quick. Wow, a near travel, not called, but it actually works out for Radford because Villanueva steals it. However, she blows the layup. Matos gets a rebound and misses her layup too. So that's now three relatively close range shots missed by Radford early in the second half. Yeah, and great hustle by Acacia Mateo to really recover that for Moanalua. Smith driving the lane. She kicks it out to Riturban. Up and under goes the spry point guard and puts it up and under and good. Moanalua now up 24-18. Just over a minute gone here in the third quarter. Radford trying to solve the stingy Moanalua defense. Olena Umetsu with it. Back around the horn it goes to Jaira Villanueva. Back to Umetsu up top. Guarded man-on-man -man by Moanalua. 
Over now to Villanueva, who finally drives the lane, now kicks it back to Matos. Taking her time, bringing the ball back out to half court. Now resetting with Villanueva. She's going to be guarded by Ray Nobleza up top. Nice crossover dribble there by Villanueva over to Matos. Another no-look pass to Villanueva. Another crossover move by Villanueva. And another missed layup by Radford. Here goes Mona Lua's way. And another rebound by Moana Lua. It seems to be a familiar pattern so far, not only tonight, but especially here in the second half. As we're at six minutes to play and another three-pointer taken. This one no good, though, by Nobleza. But there's that offensive rebound collected by Mateo. Back out to Nobleza for another shot. That one's no good. And then we're going to get a foul going against Moanalua. So good job there by Radford of weathering the storm. Two quick threes taken by Namenehune, resulting in no points. Yeah, what's confidence there in, in the sophomore Rhea Nobleza just chucking up those two threes back to back. And again, a token pressure defense shown by Moanalua, but they back off. Villanueva with it, trying to find an opening. Moanalua using that man defense to really stymie any openings down low for the Rams. Umetsu with it up top. Oh, almost stolen away, but collected by Matos. She's guarded tightly by Returbin. Each team's top player going at it. Nice to see in this playoff game. Now back to Villanueva. Yeah, Wanalua in this man defense are playing very, very tight against all of their players. And something that normally happens in, in a one-minute possession, as we've seen the clock hit the 5-14 mark in the third quarter, is a loose ball foul called on Wanalua as they're trying to kind of catch their breath holding the Radford player trying to find an opening. So inbounds it comes to Bollinger. She tries to dribble, makes a move against Smith, gets a shoulder push off. It's not called. And another nice rebound there collected this time by Mateo. So up it goes to Returbin into the offensive set for Monalua. Taking her time with a six-point lead, 24-18, under five minutes to go. Down low from Returbin, it's going to be tipped out of bounds and off the hand of Lee Lee. So it'll, it'll go now to Radford. Yeah, very uncharacteristic by Braley Returbin there. I'm not sure exactly who she was trying to find down low, but for the most part, Wanalua has done a good job at taking care of the basketball. So Villanueva coming the other way. So far, no points yet for Radford here in the third quarter. More than three minutes gone. Returbin with the steal, an errant pass by Villanueva. Despite being outmanned three to one, Returbin takes the shot and it's gonna be to her detriment as that ball is off the rim and collected by Villanueva. She comes the other way, drives the lane and while her pass was almost stolen, it's gonna be called a kicked ball against Moanalua, so it'll stay with the Rams. Yeah, and credit to my Matos. I mean, she really sprinted down to get back on defense and it's not like she, she blocked the shot or anything, but just her being there at the presence, not giving up that open layup. She affected the shot, exactly. as I like to say, by being there. And speaking of being there, Bollinger's three-pointer is no good and on the spot is Mateo for the rebound. Back it comes for Namenehune. Ooh, Returbin with a nice drive, kicks to Lee Lee and she puts up the layup. Now the largest lead of the night from Moanalua, eight points as we hit the four-minute mark in the third quarter. Excellent awareness and unselfishness there by Returbin. Speaking of awareness, there's Jamie Smith with the steal, kicks it to the edge for Mateo, takes a three, no good, but rebounded offensively by Nobleza. And she's going to keep it for Na Menehune, and that's going to lead us to our media timeout here in the third quarter. 
Moanalua 26, Radford 18 in this OIA semifinal action. You're listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani calling the action from Moanalua. And so far it's been a lot of action on the hard court as Namanihune out to their largest league of this game, 26-18. And so far Kuule in the second half, Radford has yet to score. Ooh, yeah, they need to figure something out. Again, just need to take care of the basketball. That's always step one. Not being so wild and looking for those fancy passes and the no looks that they like to do. The fundamentals, they like to say, is what Radford needs to lean on. Speaking of fundamentals, Brayley Returbin, the junior guard from Honolulu, solid there. She inbounds the ball to teammate Ray Nobleza. Nobleza now dribbling crossover, swings it over to the wide open Mateo, who takes a three. Somebody got to shut that window because that air ball is nowhere near the basket and it'll go Radford's way. There are very big fans in this Wanalua <laughs> gym, so we'll, we'll, we'll just blame it on that. I like that. Very pro player by yes. our own Kuwile Agbayani. Because <laughs> I used to be one of them. And a no-look pass again by Bollinger. This one to nobody but Radford's bench. And right on cue, Charles Chong with the two-handed calm down and slow down. So Moanalua with it, 3.30 to go in the third quarter, up by eight. Radford again yet to score in this third quarter, so trying to turn defense into offense. As it goes from Returbin over to Mateo, now back to Returbin, down low to Smith, and a nice job by Umetsu getting her hand in there, poking it out of bounds, and at least disrupting the action as far as Moanalua's offense is concerned. Yeah, and I was actually anticipating the first pass to go out there to Rayano Bledsoe. I mean, she was pretty much wide open and could have took that open shot as we've seen so far in this second half that that's what she likes to do. So bringing the ball in for Moanalua with 3.16 to go here in the third quarter will be Jamie Smith doing a great job in the post today. A lot of rebounds to her credit. She's potentially near double-double territory. As Returbin noticing that nobody's guarding her, she's just going to take it out and take some time off the clock. Now kind of waggling her finger, telling her players to run motion. Players cycle through. Following the washing machine action, it goes back to Turbin up top. Swings it around to Nobleza. Back to Returbin up top again. Takes a long, almost NBA length three. And of course, as you would expect, hits nothing but air there as her coach, Kirk Ronolo tells the point guard, hey, what are you doing? You're up by eight. No need to do that. I'm telling you, Kyle, it's the two big fans <laughs> that are here in Moana Lewis gym <laughs> calling these air, causing these air balls for so the I would, I would buy that if the fans were near where these shots are being <laughs> taken. But that one had no chance of making it. And Coach Charles Chong will take a timeout knowing that his team is struggling. We'll keep it here as Radford talks it over, trying to get something on the board. Again, 2.35 to go in the third quarter. Still no points in this frame 
by Radford. Yeah, this still, it's still very much a game for Radford. They're not out of it for a bit, but they just need to kind of collect themselves as this, this is their biggest deficit. And we saw them fight hard against Campbell in their, their last game of the regular season at home. And that's what they need to find. They need to dig deep. It seems like we're missing a little bit of that fire that we're used to, to seeing, especially from a player like my Matos. I feel like there's something that's missing. I'm not sure what it is, but she doesn't seem to have the same spunk that she started off with. Well, you mentioned earlier that somebody who's missing is Casey McKinney, who the, is their go-to post player at 5'10". The freshman is out today. We mentioned recovering from an ailment. So that has a lot to do, I think, with Radford's uh, inability to really make a mark on Namenehune's post presence. But we'll see if Radford can change it up a bit. Matos with it now, and a nice pass across the court to Bollinger. Down low, it goes to McCormick. Her shot is blocked out of bounds, but it'll stay with the Rams. Radford trailing now 26-18, 2-22 in the third. Trying to get back within reach. They were up by three, then down by three, now down by eight. Over it goes to Villanueva. She takes a long shot. It is going to be ruled a three. So those first points of the third quarter are huge for Radford, cutting that deficit from eight to five. And that must feel really good for Radford and Jaira Villanueva, not only just making their first set of points, but also their first three-point shot. So the other way for Braley Returbin, as we're under two minutes now in the third quarter, taking her time up top, fakes the pass right, goes left to Lee Lee. Down low to Smith, dribbling outside again, almost throws it away. Collected nicely there by Mateo. Back to Smith, a little two-person game over to Mateo. And then into the corner to Lee Lee, who takes an air ball three, but then intercepts Radford's pass. So she makes up for it there, kicks it over to Mateo, who takes another errant three. That one no good, but there's the post player, Fontanilla, who grabs the rebound, and that leads to a Moanalua timeout. Yeah, and it looks like Ooh. head coach Kirk <laughs> Ranolo is not pleased with his team just throwing up those three-point shots. He's pointing to the clock. Look at the time. Look at our lead. You guys need to take better shots. And it seems like I feel like I'm reading his mind and his lips right now because when he called that timeout for Namenehune, he looked vividly upset. And it's almost like Moanalua has to realize you're leading the game, but they're playing like they're trailing, mm -hmm. whereas Radford is leading the game but they're playing like they're winning exactly. so both teams need to kind of change up their approach because if Radford keeps this up and kind of plays passively they're not going to overcome this deficit however if they can keep chipping away getting good shots like that last one that three-pointer there they can get it back in this game yeah and that turnover prior to by Radford once again it seems like their mo is trying to look for that quick outlet pass but they can't rely on that as we saw with McCormick handing it over back to Moanalua as she tried to find that deep pass. So a minute 15 to go here in the third. Moanalua leading 26-21. OIA semifinal action on the D1 side. Radford from the west, Moanalua from the east. And a nice job there by Bollinger of tipping the entry pass to Nobleza out of bounds. Moanalua will reset with 107 to go in the third. Inbounding it will be Smith. She finds Nobleza around the horn to Returbin. Back to Nobleza, looks for the three, doesn't take it. Back to Returbin, drives the lane, up and under with the shot, and that seemed to be a set play coming out of the timeout. Moanalua executed it perfectly and moves ahead by seven. Yeah, during their time on defense, though, Radford head coach Charles Chong just putting his hands up, telling his team you need to be wide, get your hands up on defense. 
Mona Lua still playing the man defense that has worked well so far tonight. Only three points by Radford in this third quarter as they trail 28-21. 35 seconds and counting in the third frame. Umetsu with it, pulling it out around the horn of the Bollinger. She drives the lane with the left, goes up and tries the layup. She appears to be blocked, but it will be a blocking foul on Lee Lee. Bollinger will shoot two. Excellent play by Julissa Bollinger, just really taking it upon herself, able to draw that foul, and not only not on just any player, but of course the one that has been doing a lot of the blocking in this game and a lot of the rebounding in Shiloh Li'ili'i. And Coach Charles Strong for Radford talking to his two star players, Villanueva and Matos, basically telling them on defense, you guys got to rotate, otherwise Returban will keep driving the lane for her patented crossover or Eurostep layups or she'll go up and kind of sneak that side pass, as we've seen her do as well. So Bollinger's second free throw is no good. She made the first as Radford trails by six now, 28-22, 24 seconds and ticking here in the third quarter. Returban looking to hold for the last shot, swinging it around the three-point arc as it's tipped out of bounds by Umetsu. Nice active hands there by the defender. Yep, Charles Strong giving that a clap because that's what he was telling his team, keep your hands up. Little golf clap there by the coach. As Returbin under 10, now under 7 from Wanalua, passes it to Smith. She drives over to Nobleza, jacks a 3, and that one is off the front rim, no good. There's Returbin with the putback, and the layup is no good. Will it be a foul? Waiting for the call, no call there. So that'll end the third quarter with Wanalua leading Radford 28-22. to We'll be back with fourth quarter action. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Chaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, the way we live. Chaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Chaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. Back to more of the OIA featured game of the week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live from our courtside broadcast position. Eight minutes to go in this game as we get ready for fourth quarter action. Moanalua leading Radford 28-22, and Kule, we talked about it at halftime. Radford now with 13 turnovers. It's pretty easy to see why they trail by six. However, if they can just limit that, they're right in this game. Yeah, really, I've been saying it since I feel like the first quarter. You need to take care of the basketball Radford does. And also, you mentioned it all throughout that last quarter, is that they didn't make a shot, and the only shot of the game was that three by Jaira Villanueva, that one for nine from the field in the third quarter. Yeah, they had a couple of free throws that helped them stay in it as they scored four points in that quarter. And I mentioned now trailing by six. We'll see if Radford can not only clamp down but get that transition offense going here against Monalua. Returbin with it, running the point again. A nice cross-court pass from Mateo down to Lee Lee. She blows the layup, though, and it's picked up by Villanueva. Up ahead to Umetsu quickly. She takes a long jumper, misses it, but she's going to be fouled. Returbin can't believe it, kind of clenches her fist like, man, I shouldn't have reached in the cookie jar there, but reaping the benefits will be Umetsu. Yeah, she still kind of has like that cringed look on her face. Returbin does that is like knowing that she shouldn't have given up that foul. Yeah, Coach Kirk Ronolo basically reminding her player, 
hey, I'm going to keep relying on you, but you got to cut that out because you're giving three points away to Radford as that first free throw by Ometsu is up and good. And it seems like Radford knows that one of the ways it can get back in this game is by being aggressive down low. Even though that shot was from well outside, Umetsu just got lucky. Misses that free throw there. A nice box out. One of your favorite plays of basketball. Lee Lee there clearing space and getting the rebound up ahead to Returbin. Returbin back to the recently checked in Courtney Abalos, the junior. She drives the lane and she's going to be fouled, but it'll be pre-shot Moana Lua ball out of bounds. Yeah, and again, going back to that a defensive rebound by Moana Lua. And if anyone is going to watch Moana Lua play and you have young players, please watch Shiloh Lee Lee, and that's exactly what you need to do and box out. That was textbook. She had position, kind of wrapped her arms, yeah. but legally made sure nobody came around and she grabbed that ball. And we'll see if Monalua can convert as a three-pointer is taken by Returbin. And she does indeed convert, hitting the three, putting Monalua up 20, pardon me, 31-23. Brayley Returbin making up for that foul that she had not too long ago. Wow, and the other way after a missed shot by Bollinger, a loose ball foul by Radford, it'll be Monalua ball with the potential to go up by double digits. 7.03 to play in this ball game. It's been a seesaw affair, at least early, with Radford up by three, then Moanalua up by three, then Radford back ahead, and now Moanalua with an eight-point advantage. Returbin with it, playing with a lot of confidence. I mentioned it earlier, she drives right, then left, so it keeps Radford guessing, as now she makes her way left, puts up a shot. I thought it was blocked, but it will be a foul called on Umetsu, and Returbin will shoot two. From our angle, it did look like it was a clean block, but we weren't as close in right there. <laughs> and no argument by Radford and their coaching staff, so good action, good call there. Returbin trying to put Moanalua up by potentially 10, and she misses the first, though, so we'll see if she can bounce back and get the back half of that charity action. Each one of her teammates that are on the court kind of coming up to her, tapping her on the back after that miss, like, it's okay, you got it. Just make the second one. Have you heard about the new greatest of all time? That's right. The new GOAT is Central Pacific Bank. Forbes magazine named CPB the best bank in Hawaii for 2022. Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. And Radford likes that possession because... Not only does Ruturban miss the front end, but she misses the back end of the free throw opportunity. Matos the other way from the rebound. I thought she might have traveled, gets away with it. The hop, step, and the jump. Layup is good. Radford within six. I think the Moanalua crowd thought she traveled as well as we heard them go, ah. <laughs> oh. No matter how you call it, though, another missed layup by Moanalua gives Radford the ball. They're on a bit of a run here as Matos with it. Trying to get Smith on the crossover dribble. She does. Passes it over to Umetsu to break the 10-second timer. Now dribbling with it is Matos running the action. Tries to get a screen from Anaya Clark. Chooses instead to go to Villanueva, who takes the short jumper. That one is nothing but net. And Radford now within four points. And a quick timeout is actually going to be called by Radford. So I think Coach Charles Chong sensed that they're picking up momentum, but he wants to give his players a bit of a breather and try not to let their emotions run away. Yeah, interesting. Usually when you have the momentum, you let your team 
keep playing. And actually, when I heard the timeout whistle, I thought it was being called by Moana Lua. And then when the referee pointed directly in front of us as we are just above the Radford bench, I was a little surprised that that would happen. Because, hey, they're young. They don't get tired. <laughs> but, hey, I'm sure there's a game plan. Maybe drawing something up on what to do defensively, it looks like, as he's showing his players. Maybe a special full-court press or something that he has in mind to try to force another turnover and at least not allow Wanalua to score on this possession. And to your point, I think Coach Charles Strong is seeing what we're seeing in that Wanalua is actually getting really good looks. They're just not converting. So maybe he's trying to tell them, don't let them get into the post. Force them to shoot the three. Even though they have the talent to do it, you're better off trying to get that shot as opposed to the down-low opportunities. Yeah, and it really does look like a specific, some type of specific play either defensively that Coach Charles Strong has drawn up as he points to Anaya Clark also. So she might have a special assignment. I was trying to get a peek at his uh, coach's whiteboard, but he was quick to erase it. Yeah. So good job there by the coach. <laughs> Little stealth job there. Good job, Coach <laughs> Charles Strong. And good job also by Radford cutting the deficit from eight. And we mentioned Returbin could have put them up by 10 but her two missed free throws have really given some momentum to the Rams who have cut the deficit from eight to four yeah and as we see just already off the bat Radford just straight in their two three zone not trying to press or anything right here and we'll see we've seen this before against Campbell they start in the zone and then morph to man and we'll see if they do that here and quickly a press a two-on-one now kicked over from Returbin almost a steal as it goes to Smith back to Returbin they are trying to pressure and it leads to a steal here is Anaya Clark with it up and under with the layup it's blocked by Returbin but a foul call and Clark will go to the line that was the play that coach Charles Strong drew up it was basically a three-on-two pressure leading to a steal and now two free throws for Radford I tell you what, as a head coach, though, that has to feel really good when you draw up something and it works out exactly how you wanted it to. Now it's up to Anaya Clark to make these free throws. I didn't have time to look at him, but I think Coach Chong was doing a little bit of a fist pump down <laughs> there. He knew that worked to perfection as Anaya Clark, the junior, puts up her first free throw. A little too strong, though, off the back iron and no good. That's what made it even more perfect had she made two of these. But it's okay, still get a second chance to put up one. The assistant coaches for Radford encouraging the post player to kind of follow through with that gooseneck motion. Clark taking her time. Breached blonde hair, puts the ball up, and that one's off the front rim, rebounded by Lee Lee. Monalua leading still 31-27, 5.34 to go here in this ballgame. Into the corner is Mateo. She passes on a three-pointer, gets it back now, dribbles the lane. Down to Lee Lee, a nice pocket pass. The layup is up and good, and Moana Lua now is up by six. Yeah, brilliant assist there by Acacia Mateo, being unselfish and finding Lee Lee for the easier basket. Villanueva breaks the pressure over to Bollinger now for a three. It's up and good, and just like that, a three-point lead by Moana Lua after earlier, earlier, pardon me, leading by eight. Again, that must just feel so good. The Radford crowd, as you guys can hear in the background, going crazy right now. Yeah, almost a capacity crowd here at Monalua. Returbin dribbling up top. Again, Monalua stunned a bit by this Radford run. Trimming an eight-point deficit to now three, 33-30. Ray Nobleza with it up top after getting the pass, wearing her pink shoes. Kicking it around to Returbin. Returbin on the right side of the arc. Now backs out to the timeline. 
Tries to get Umetsu to follow her. Umetsu now backs off, and a timeout will be called by Kirk Ranolo. A nice job there of realizing their team is a bit stunned and calls for time. And that timeout will lead to a media timeout. We'll step away as well. It's the home stretch. Moanalua leading 33-30 over Radford. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani back here courtside, and it's turning out to be quite the exciting finish that we were hoping for coming to fruition here as Monalua earlier had led by eight, now just three, 33-30 over Radford. Now Menuhuni with the ball as Returbin gets it. Brigley Returbin, the junior point guard. We'll see if Monalua drew up something out of that timeout. There was Co something on the coach's board for <laughs> co head coach Kirk Winolo of Monalua. So Returbin trying to find an opening in the 2-3 zone employed by Radford over to Nobleza. Nobleza being trapped by two players, finds Returbin in the corner. She drives, passes to Lee, Lee but it's going to be stolen away. And not only that, not only does McCormick get the ball, but she's fouled by Moanalua. So good job there by Radford of getting Moanalua to commit. It's six-team foul. So from here on out, any Moanalua foul will be free throws for Radford. Villanueva with it now, breaking the three-quarter court press. It goes to Umetsu for three. No good over the backboard and hauled in by Returbin. That might have changed things and would have tied the game up. And it would have made things a lot crazy. Very interesting as Returbin with it. Everybody kind of held their collective breath as that shot went up. Returbin with it now into the corner for Mateo. And the ball tipped out of bounds by Bollinger. A nice job there reaching in but not fouling. Yeah, and this is when it's another important time to remind everyone that there is currently no shot clock in high school basketball here in Hawaii. As you can tell that Moana Lua is in no hurry to drive to the basket or, or they're just being re really patient until they shoot. So the ball inbounded by Smith to Returbin. Okay, dribbling with her right hand, now kicks over to Nobleza. Moanalua spreading it out, Iolani style, four corners. We'll see if they choose to stall here. Nobleza not even trying to hide it, just going to hang it onto the ball with her left hand. And interestingly enough, this chess match, Coach Charles Strong of Radford telling his players, stay back, let him do that. As now the clock ticks under 245, I think he's okay knowing that down by three, let them work some time off the clock, let's wait for our spot, and then we'll go for the steal. This is bringing really bad flashbacks for me as we, <laughs> when I was playing at Midilani, we had to play Iolani and yep. <laughs> and they would do that whenever they were up by a lot more and you're just kind of like, um, can we play? Yeah, and as great of a strategy this is for both teams at this point, it really goes to show you why the shot clock is needed and we'll see it in the state tournament because you really hate to see teams just kind of wasting away. However, Moanalua now picking up the pace with about two minutes to go in this game, up by three, trying to get into their offensive action again. Returbin with it after a few passes. She's guarded tightly by Umetsu, finally passes it over to Nobleza. Back to Returbin, looks to be fouled, not called by Umetsu. 
And Radford just waiting for its opportunity to get a steal here, trying not to foul. But see, again, though, they, they have some fouls to give, so it's interesting that they're letting this much time go off the clock where they should foul and try to... Right. That's a good point because if Radford did want to get Monolua to the free throw line, they'd have to commit four straight fouls. Mm -hmm. But it is a prosperous start for Radford following that action because Bollinger forces the tie-up and the arrow points in Radford's way. So after about two minutes of stalling, two minutes of tough D, Radford does get the ball back with a minute 27 to play in this game, down by just three. And again, Radford head coach Charles Chong's plan has worked in his favor. Now he's jumping up and down, calling in for his players to move up and calls for a timeout now. He was trying to get the referee's attention. They finally saw him and granted that timeout. I was wondering what he was jumping up and down about, but that's deservedly so. Wanting to drop a play, hoping he's on a roll right now that his plan has been working with the plays and not committing the foul, not listening to us that they should have fouled back then. We're patient, got the turnover, didn't allow Moana Lua to get any points in that possession. And here we go. Let's see what they drop here. And I know some of our listeners will jump around about this. OIA Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel, Oahu's best value, located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. It's been no day at the beach for either team so far. A tough battle. Radford trailing 33-30, but with the ball following the timeout. And Kule, what's your, putting your uh, coach's hat with your dry erase board on for me, what is the play here? Do you go for a quick two and try to get another steal, or do you look for the three to tie? Well, I tell you what, there's probably a reason why I'm not the coach, because I would have started <laughs> fouling from a long time ago just to try to get get them into the bonus so that you can have a chance to get to the ball. But this, it's been working for Radford so far, so that's why I'm really curious to see what they draw up as they need to get some points on the board. Do they go for the three, or do they go for two? Guess we'll see. All right, so my guess before we get back to live action, I think they go for a quick two and then play tough D while getting those fouls that they need. Again, four fouls needed to get Moanalua to the free throw line if Radford did want to play the free throw game. So it comes in from Villanueva to Bollinger. One minute and winding, pardon me, a minute 20, now a minute 15 and winding here in the fourth quarter. Bollinger almost fumbles it away. Luckily she collects it crosses over left to right and it's going to be stolen away by Moanalua. Nice job there by Nobleza of getting her hand in between Villanueva and Matos and now Returbin driving the other way. Radford trying to foul, nothing called as time continues to salt away. Under 50 seconds now in this game. No foul so far. They need to commit four if they want to send Moana to the line and finally McCormick commits the foul, but about 20 seconds after, they probably should have done so. Yeah, again, I wasn't sure. It looked like head coach Charles Strong was trying to tell them to foul, but they weren't. They just weren't getting it, or I'm not sure there was some miscommunication there. As that's something you have to tell your team during the timeout, like when you had the ball, trying to draw up not only the offensive play, but you're also supposed to prepare them for the different scenarios that could happen. Should they make it? Should they miss? This is what we need to do. If you miss, we need to foul right away. And so I'm, I'm curious, and hopefully I'm trusting that that's what he told his team, but you're always supposed to prepare your players for the different scenarios in this these important situations. So if all goes right, we make the basket. Okay, this is what we're going to do. But this is all the things that could go wrong, so make sure you're prepared to do this or this or this. And Radford, the break in the action, Radford took a timeout. Coach Charles Chong, again, talking things over with his team. Only four team fouls for Radford. So with 45.3 seconds, 
if they did want to get into that free throw shooting contest, you got to commit three fouls. But do you kind of sprinkle in some defensive potential going for a steal? Or like you said, do you go right for that foul and get them into the bonus? We'll see what Coach Charles Chong has going on. And the good news for the loser of this game is that they're still alive as far as state tournament qualification is concerned because the top six seeds from the OIA get into the states. So even though Radford might be struggling now, they're down by three, if they don't come back for the for the win here, they're still alive as far as postseason play goes. So we'll see what the Rams do here. Trailing by three, 45 seconds to go. Inbounds, it comes to Lee Lee. Now to Riturban. Umetsu trying to foul, does foul. Fortunately, it's not an intentional foul because Riturban had got that ball away, but the refs grant the foul. Yeah, and it wouldn't, I mean, it won't hurt Radford too much, at least I'm not up to this point as we look at the these stats here with Namanehune, Namanehune shooting 42.9% from free throws. So essentially they'll just make one. And another foul committed, this one by Kaali Aviles, who just checked in. That's now six team fouls. So Radford needs to commit one more to get Moanalua into the bonus. Trailing 33-30 is Radford, 35.6 seconds to go in the game. Inbounds, it goes to Lee Lee, a potential layup opportunity. She takes the shot, an ill-advised shot, and not only does Radford get the rebound, Avilis gets it, and she'll shoot one and one because the quick foul by Moanalua. So quickly, instead of Moanalua going up by maybe five, now Radford can chip it down to just one. Yeah, and Charles Strong was like an inch like loud clap and excitement that all right this is exactly this is exactly what I drew up <laughs> and if you're Moanalua as coach Kirk Ronolo calls for time that's exactly what you don't want there even though if you have a shot you run the risk of missing it like Lee Lee did and then you don't get the rebound and then you foul Radford so basically everything that could go wrong for Moanalua did on the flip side Radford trailing by three everything went right for them there because the clock stops so they can basically get potentially two points without losing any more time yeah and this will be a good test for Moana Lua as they really need to find a way to stay composed they do have that three-point lead so you're either gonna have to force Radford to take a three to tie it or if they shoot then they still have a one-point lead but I think at this point Coach Ronolo is telling his, his team, like, we need to stay calm. We need to just play our game. This is, and it looks like he's made possibly going through the different scenarios, as I mentioned. If this happens, this is what we need to do. If that happens, with only 31 and a half seconds left, you need to be prepared for anything and everything to happen. And you mentioned it. We see this a lot in NBA games where the high-level players, it's basically, okay, if this free throw goes in, we're down by three, we're running this play. And with basically so much going on here, the one-on-one, one-on-one, pardon me, if Radford misses it, the scenario is totally flip, flip mm -hmm. from if they make two and then want to lose up by just one. So it'll all hinge on this first free throw. It's going to be Radford taking it and the senior, Kaali Aviles, standing at 5-1. And not, I don't think she's faced a bigger pressure moment than right now as far as the OIA playoffs are concerned. Is she takes her time, dribbles a few times, puts up the first free throw. That one is up off the backboard. No good. However, a lane violation, it's going to be called on Radford. So regardless of if that shot was good or not, it's going to be a turnover going Moanalua's way. So inbounding it will be Smith over to Nobleza. That'll be the seventh team foul. So with 30.7 seconds to go in this game, Moanalua with the three-point lead, 33-30, and will go to the free throw line 
shooting one and one. Yeah, it'll be Rhea Nobleza sh shooting from the free throw line, and she's been a she hit some solid three point shots earlier, but she hasn't shot any free throws today. So we'll see how she does here. But on the season, she's shooting 71 percent, probably the best free throw shooter on the team. So if you're gonna foul. Radford, not the one to foul there as she makes the first, pushing the lead to 34-30. As the Moanalua crowd, you guys can hear in the background, going cr crazy, making this, extending their lead by four. Here at Moanalua High School, now Minnehuni now leading by five following the successful free throw and a steal by Nobleza and the stolen right back by Radford and then pinballs back to Moanalua. It's going to be stolen by Returbin and she's fouled and that might be what Moanalua needed to pull away. As we get this foul sorted out, let's take a 10 second break for station identification. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Your brand new home for OIA Athletics, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. So after the foul, Returbin misses the front end of the one and one. Bollinger gets the rebound, comes the other way. Her three-pointer is blocked. It's going to be picked up by Nobleza, and she'll be fouled. She slams the ball in excitement. Luckily, she kind of smiles after knowing it wasn't directed at the other team. She was just really excited. And that'll lead to another free throw opportunity for Moanalua. Yeah, and as we've seen, these reps are, I think they do a really fair and good job with not calling any quick technicals on any other players, knowing that, hey, they're young, they get excited. It's rarely ever directed at them directly. So, yeah, Nobleza getting excited, slamming the basketball, but she looked up immediately, put her hand over her mouth, and, like, kind of did a little smirk, like, oops, I didn't mean in, in a bad way. And that'll be the fifth foul on Olena Umetsu, so she'll exit the game after fouling out. And even though Nobleza misses the free throw, it's going to be picked up by Nobleza, who puts up a layup and misses. Matos with it, outlets it to Clark. She puts up the layup and good. But the clock doesn't stop in the high school game, and Moana Lua will end up running this game out with the 35-32 victory. And Moana Lua is going nuts with their home crowd. A hard-fought victory by Namenuni, 35-32. A hard-fought effort by Radford, just not enough as Monolua was able to salt things away down the stretch. And Kule, if this is the what we have in store as far as the OIA semifinal we have coming up between Campbell and Kaiser and then the championship game on Wednesday, this is a great start. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. As I mentioned, just to kick off the broadcast, I was so excited. And the excitement continues. And we'll be back to wrap things up. Another hard-fought victory, this time by Monolua. 35-32 over Radford. This is OAA Girls Basketball, the playoffs on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Chaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, the way we live. Chaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Chaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, 
The choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. Enjoy Oahu's best value at the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. With amazing group rates and Kama'aina deals starting at $99 per night, Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel offers an affordable stay in a prime location. Take a stroll on the beachwalk, cruise by the pool, barbecue at the beach, or eat and shop your way through Waikiki. Whether you're planning a staycation or group getaway, save now at WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. That's WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Back at Monolua High School, Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani wrapping things up after Nahmenehuni prevailed over Radford 35-32. And Kule, we mentioned an exciting game, back and forth action before Nahmenehuni kind of pulled away. They went up by eight. Then Radford chipped away, coming back down by just three. And then Moanalua hanging on down the stretch. And I know our Spectrum friends have given away their player of the game, but let's highlight first from Radford, Mailana Matos finishing with seven points. That's cool. But 14 rebounds really kept the squad in the game as Radford fought back. Yeah, led, re- led with rebounds by far over anyone coming close. The one with, you know, the next most rebounds is three. So that's just to kind of put it in perspective on how well my Matos did on the boards. And for Monalua, we're going to agree with our TV friends, Braley Returbin getting the player of the game for her 12-point performance and also just running the point, only one assist. But you're a big hockey fan. I know in basketball, one of the things I like to see is kind of that hockey assist. You know, mm-hmm. you start the action, and it works its way down low. And that's how Monalua ran their offense was Returbin got the defensive pressure up top, kicked it down low, and worked the post game. So I think Returbin, with the all-around effort, is definitely worthy of player of the game tonight. Yeah, and hey, credit to her also on defense. She had two steals in the block, so not just contributing on the points, but also doing her thing defensively to help her team. So that'll wrap things up following our first game. Stay tuned, though. We'll be back in about 20 minutes or so for tonight's second semifinal between Campbell and Kaiser. So we give a big mahalo to our in-studio engineer, Chaz Antai, our on-site producer, Paul Brecht, my partner in crime, social media savant and color <laughs> analyst, Kule Agbayani. I'll give you the last word before we take a quick timeout. I know. I'm just excited for this next semifinal coming up between Campbell and Kaiser. And We'll see. And then we can also discuss at the end of this game how we think the winner will match up against Moana Lua on Wednesday, which we will also have that broadcast of Division One and Division Two championship games on Wednesday. Stay tuned for all of that and tonight's second semifinal again about 20 minutes from now. For our entire crew, I'm Kyle Galdera. See you in a little bit. Aloha. You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentator Ku'ule Agbayani. 
on-site technical engineer Paul Breck and in-studio technical engineer Chaz Ontai. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. 